A very pleasant and happy new year to you all. My prayer is that God will increase your strength, that your level of faith would be stretched, and that uh, you'd receive clarity and discernment for being guided to your next steps and making your next decisions. And I pray that we would all come to that place where we're trust in God and seek in God for everything. And above all, I pray that we'd allow the love of God to transform our lives so that we would live our lives with purpose, we would be productive, and our lives would really Please, God. And with that, one of the things that had been in my heart recently is just um, thinking about how God's love will compel us to give and to do our best. Welcome to another week of Time to Reason with Cassandra. You know, God's love is transforming. God's love is molding. It really shifts us from a place where we think that we understand what love is to really undergoing the process of being changed by God's love. You know, in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, we're reminded that, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. It's not boastful. It never gives up and it never fails. And so, you know, in all of what we believe and we think that love is, if it's not sourced from God, if, if we're not shaped, processed, and transitioned and transformed into a life of love that is sourced from God, then, then we won't be effective and, and we won't complete our purpose and achieve good success in this life. I'd just like to encourage us with scripture. Uh, you know, in First Corinthians, I'm sorry, in the book of Philippians chapter 2, uh, it's really a good map for change and renewal and revitalization and being processed and, 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 and made new by just taking on a new attitude, a new mindset you know, new perspective, and, and just being led in a new way by God. So in Philippians chapter 2, I'll do quite a bit of uh, sharing from the scripture today. We'll start from verse 1 and we'll go through verse 18. Philippians 2, 1 says, Is there any, is there any encouragement? from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. 
Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal death, a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Dear friends, as you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean. Innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life. Then, on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. But I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering to God. Just like your faithful service is an offering to God. And I will want all of you to share the joy. Yes, you should rejoice and I will share your joy. The Apostle Paul reminded the church of the Philippians of the importance of not being selfish. He reminded them that love was what brought Jesus to surrender his life and even to surrender his divine privileges by coming to earth and walking the earth and living his life as a mere man. And so, even though he was God, 
his priority and his focus was on humility. And so for many of us, we may be faced with challenges. For many of us, we may feel like we're an island. We're, we're, we're alone in this world. But could I say something to you? In the book of Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time for everything under the sun. So yes, there may be a time to be alone. But there's also a time for coming together. There's a time to look after the interest of self. But there's also a time to look out for the best interest of others. And so when the love of God is received by us, and when we make a decision to allow God to transform our lives with his love, and we become active participants in that process of change, then we're able to track our progress. And we're able to see how our ways of thinking, believing, and understanding is completely detached from God's ways of thinking, believing, and understanding. And as we come as one with God, the Bible said He has sent us the Holy Spirit to be our comfort, to be our teacher, to be our guide. And so when we become one with the Spirit of God, we start to see things differently. We start to value different things. We start to understand things and even people and situations differently. And so when God's love takes a hold of us and when we take a hold of it at some point we become responsible because you know what our lives become new and in that newness we find new purpose and in that new purpose we are not satisfied unless we're given or we're doing our very best. And sometimes we may think that our best may be reserved for the people that we like. The people who do us good. So we feel like we're, we're, we owe those people to do good back onto them. But the challenge really comes when the love of God takes a hold of us and we take a hold of it. Because at times we will be challenged to bless our enemies. Sometimes we may be challenged to bless a complete stranger. Sometimes we may be challenged to give our best to someone that we don't think so highly of. Sometimes we may be challenged 
to give our best to a complete stranger. And so how do we know that the love of God is really, truly working in our lives? We know that the love of God is really, truly working in our lives. When we can obey the voice of God. And not justify not giving our best. Because we believe that God is leading us to do for someone who doesn't deserve it. We know that the love of God has changed us. When we don't question what God has put in our hearts. When we don't assume the position as judge. But if we should just humble ourselves and faithfully do our service unto God, then we are manifesting the adaptation of the mind of Christ and we can start to celebrate new life new focus new outlook new way of thinking new way of believing and even new ways of serving and honoring God would you pray with me today God we thank you for this new year we thank you for this new opportunity to step into new territory we thank you for this opportunity to step into a new season And even now, God, we open our hearts and we ask you, God, to pour your love in. Allow your love to displace hate. Allow your love to displace resentment. Allow your love to displace anger. Allow your love to displace and destroy unforgiveness. Allow your love to free us. Allow your love to bring us to a new place of accepting you as we deny our own way of thinking, believing, and understanding. We trust you today. We ask, oh God, that you would bring us to the place 
where love will consume us completely and we will be compelled to give our best, to do our best to those we know and even to complete strangers. We pray that they would see you and us that they would see your love, that they would feel your love, that they would experience the transforming power of your love. That would cause our lives to be changed. So that it will inspire change in the people you've connected us with and even with the total strangers that you would put in our pathway. We honor you. We're grateful to have you as our Lord and King. We worship you. And we say thank you for blessing us with the opportunity to experience a new day, a new season, and a new opportunity to grow and develop and be molded in your love. Amen.